what's happening y'all i wanted to do something really weird i thought it'd be dope to have like a green room before the show podcast episode where i just talk to comics real quick about hey you're about to perform do you have like certain uh habits routines that you do before you get on stage what if like do you shower the day before like what What's your <laughs> my hygiene habits? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's your pre-show um, routine? And let me go ahead and do a better job of being a podcast host. I'm talking to two comics who have traveled here to Mason City, Iowa, or at Mason City Brewer, which is my monthly show that I do. Been doing it for six years. Two uh, really great uh, comics. One is returning. You've been here one time. One time. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. Two plus years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. My name is Jen Cool. I am Des Moines-based comic, and I'm back in Mason City. And then for the first time, and traveling all the way from Cedar Falls, we have... I'm Matt Anderson, and uh, yeah, I'm bringing my uh, comic virginity here in Mason City as far as paid shows go, so... (laughs) It's not much. It's not... (laughs) It's something. (laughs) I appreciate that. Thank you for saying it. I broke that V-card, man. (laughs) Just let me have this. Hey, what's happening? It's me, Day Peace Comedian. I'm looking for sponsors to help be a part of either my Marital Talk Mondays or my solo episodes or my solo with guest episodes on Thursday. You can sponsor a bunch of different ways. If you have a business, I will read ad or I give you a shout out if you don't have a business. If you just want to be a part of the magic, which is what I which I call a comedy journey. If you want to be a part of the magic, you can donate, send me money, be an official sponsor of the Day Peace Talk podcast. Uh, anything is appreciated. Everything is appreciated. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Yeah, so what, what do you guys like to do uh, the day of the show or if there's anything before the show? Let's start there. It has, I was just talking to someone about this yesterday. It has changed so much. I used to start panicking. Like the day, the morning I woke up for a show, I would be panicked. I would be so, so nervous. And I would tell myself that I couldn't have anxiety until three o'clock in the afternoon because it would just screw with my whole day. Um, and then I would start having anxiety and allow myself to get panicked. Um, and then I would have to run through my set like four or five, six times until I felt comfortable till there was like no issues whatsoever. And now I just wake up and have a regular day. And today I got a Crunchwrap Supreme on the way here. <laughs> nice. And I'll probably go to the bathroom at some point. <laughs> Um, drink a lot of water, but that's it. Like it has totally, that's just from now I talk a lot more about just have fun on stage, just have fun. And it's a lot less about like, you have to follow the script. Um, I've been doing it six, seven ish years. So it's a lot more for me, like just get up and have fun with the people and be less strict about your, your kind of, uh, your list, your set list. When I first started, it was very much like joke one, better hit it. Joke two, better hit it. Joke three, and now I'm like, I have a vague idea of what I'm going to talk about, and I have jokes, and but now it's about having fun and doing it for me too, and like wanting to have fun. I don't know if you wanted that lengthy answer about my history. I love that. I feel like I know you more now, Matt. Go. Would I gotta agree with her on that? Um, I don't get as nervous as I used to. I've only been doing it about five years, and then I took like a year off for health shit. But uh, I like how you breeze through health shit. By just, the way. <laughs> I gotta take the jokes on stage. I'm not gonna do it right here. Oh, but. Well, you don't have to do the job. I think you can just share what. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had a, I took a year off because I had cancer. That's way fun. Um, best diet I've ever been on. Chemotherapy. <laughs> wouldn't recommend it. But 
lost 43 pounds. So, uh, no, I, I definitely don't get as nervous anymore. I still don't sleep well the night before, but uh, I get up, I go work out, spend some time in the sun, especially now that it's spring out, and just, I don't know, enjoy myself. I like to get do a show early as... I got here like what forty minutes early. <laughs> yeah, well, just b- before that, or forty minutes before you had to be. Yeah, here. and then I just like to sit and chat with whoever's here and just get a feel for the people. That's kind of my my jam. I feel like I owe you an apology. I did not know that you had cancer, and I'm taking selfies of myself <laughs> while you're saying you good. So I mean, yeah, you're go like, for it. I had a health scare, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. so document that. No, I'm, I'm not a picture free. taker at all. <laughs> Like, I, I don't am, like I, to take pictures. So. I am a cancer, like, horoscopically, <laughs> but I didn't have it. So you have to survive it every day. Yeah, thank you for understanding my plight. No, I totally get it. <laughs> but I did feel like an asshole, but I was like, oh, this this angle is good. I can't move out of the flash. And you're like, I had cancer. I love this. this my, so I mean, the sorry. lighting's good. Let's I, face facts. I know. Just- it is, and I recently washed my hair, and you don't always get that fresh-faced fresh hair look so some of my favorite conversations are with comedians ladies what is the one thing you hate putting on and taking off every single day if it's your bra if that was the first thing that popped into your brain my best friend shanora aka shamama the underwire slayer has the solution for you she sells this incredible product ruby ribbon which is a bra replacement that actually works and it's for women of all stages of life we're talking tweens teens women grandmother auntie the days are gone where in order to have lift and comfort comes with the price of wires digging into your skin and cutting off blood circulation this product supports your cocoa melons <laughs> as well as your back while taking two to three inches off your waistline if you're wondering how do i get started you have questions or just genuinely interested in hearing and seeing real results and testimonies please go to our website that's myshamama.com m-y-s-h-e-m-a-m-a.com sizing is super important and she has an easy step-by-step outline to help if you are tired of the broad drama visit her website today tell her day sent you i had the pleasure of just seeing jen uh less than a week ago saturday we yeah, had a three o'clock afternoon show in des moines at Teehees comedy club oh, and, nice um it's it's a treat when i get to see you uh and i again i was just i just saw you not too long ago when you had your big like two week? major oh yeah you came to show well actually i saw you you did the octopus where i work um you did the the showcase for that after our theater show so seen you twice in the last month always a always a treat is there so what is the thought before you go on is there i mean don't fuck up just (laughs) is there there a difference between before the show starts and before my set or is it all the same for you before the show starts and before your set no it's too for me in all seriousness it's two different things before the show starts whatever um before my set I I have to have the first joke or the first riff. It's not a riff, I guess, if I've thought of it. But the first thing I want to say, then I can comfortably say it and then relax. Like, I need a laugh to relax. Mm, yeah, I'm always nervous up until that first laugh. And then it's like, okay, this is going to be your joke. Yep. Okay, breathe now. And then what happens when you, like, you try a new joke and you're like three minutes in, you're like, there's no laugh. And then it's like, okay, I got to talk myself down from the panic. So I really only, I don't ever do new jokes uh on like a showcase or anything it's always at a, at a mic oh it doesn't matter panic's still the same oh no but as long <laughs> as i get a laugh like just a laugh even if it's all brand new shit like five minutes of brand new stuff um and i get a laugh that's a w okay all right jid mentioned she had been doing comedy for six seven how long have you been uh over time five but probably more closer to four just because you know you're off for cancer <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> we we have another comedian joining us so 
uh, this showcase that I typically do here at Mason City Brewing, it's called MCBC, Mason City Brewing Comedy. I know, crazy original. Um, I, we So we, we used to do so many different things. Like we've done roasts, we've done content, like we've done so many different types of showcases. My absolute favorite is doing the four comic show where everybody does relatively about the same time. We just give the people what they want. Um, sometimes we do a, a Q&A after the show. A lot of times we do it just because uh, we want to fill time or if they're just like, we want more, but I don't want to, you know, I, we were talking about this before the show. I don't want to give all the laughs away for free. You know, <laughs> like I, I did this one show. It was a great show, but they underpaid us a lot. And I'm and I was sad because I like two weeks later, they had another comic on there that they paid and they sold tickets. And it was like, OK, so yeah. we were the test subjects of whether comedy would work here. But. I probably cut all that out. We'll see. So <laughs> no. So I have four. I have three comics along with me today, and one of the uh, the person who drove the absolute furthest is a gentleman I got a chance to work with a couple of times. He's out in St. Cloud, Minnesota. He's got a story. I'm going to let you jump in here, and I'm sorry I don't have an extra pair of headphones or anything like that because I'm super professional. <laughs> but they kind of just we were talking about pre-show uh routines is there something that you do at the beginning of the day the day before or what are your thoughts that go on right before uh your show or your set hey everybody jonah maddox here thank you for having me day welcome thanks jonah maddox um let's see my my pre-show kind of routine if you asked my girl she'd say i'm an asshole <laughs> are we are we allowed to cuss i don't, yeah. uh, I don't know what kind. some no. podcast, some podcasts are like oh don't cuss they're usually not ones run by comedians, but <laughs> those are ones I do for like the veteran space. So those suck. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I I try I try and be as like have a normal life as possible until I step on stage. So it's like dad stuff, house stuff, you know, fiance stuff. What what's with the wedding stuff? And then boom, stage. Like don't even think about it. All the work's been already done. It's time to have fun. So we'll we'll wrap it up with a question about what has been your best show this year thus thus far, and. What is one goal that you've made for yourself for 2023? That's a, I feel like that was a super dope, deep question. I should get points for how how thoughtful it sounds. Least, you get at least two on that one. Best show I, uh, this year, I definitely... I had a, a theater show at the Astor Region that my buddy Oliver Schmitz put on. Um, and that's probably the biggest crowd I've had. It was like 400 people. So that was way cool. Um, comedian goal-wise, I just want to like branch out and meet more people. I don't really care about crowd size like i'm i'm doing the laughs for the people that showed up i don't give a shit about the people that didn't show up like you missed out that's your problem but i'm gonna give 100 percent for the people that are here two people 200 doesn't matter yeah i just want to keep doing that my turn i <laughs> can take a social cue um i think gosh i do stand up and improv and i've had great shows in both and i think it's the ones where you go in just loose and are just ready to have fun. Um, I had a show where it was a handful of people and it was absolutely hysterical because everybody was willing to engage but not over-engage and try to be the comics, right? They were just like having fun with it. Uh, love those shows. Love those people. Shout out. I think I called her Diamond. That was not her name. Um, she may have looked a particular way. Um, 
not judging, just saying. And I would say my like goal is to get in, into more cities this year. I'm trying to branch out and get into like bounce around. Um, St. Louis, I'd love to get into just the state of Minnesota would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I have an entire, I leave that one wide open. So uh, just kind of expanding my personal like reach. I would say my favorite show this year wasn't my favorite for what you would think it was. It was actually a straight shit show from start to finish. It was a benefit show for a hockey team fundraiser thing. 200 rich, angry, white Republican fuckers. And and you couldn't tell a joke. I did 30 minutes and had no room for a joke. It for, Oof, that's rough, man. It was. But the reason why it was my favorite is because it forced me to change the way I did comedy. So I was forced to find 30 minutes of ways to, to squeak in my quick one-liners or hit the crowd with this or do that. And it made me a much better comedian for it. Can you explain to myself and the viewers why was there no time for comedy? Like what no. happened that you couldn't tell jokes? What was going on? Great question. Sorry. It wasn't uh, that there was no time for jokes. It was the crowd was so rowdy. They were all drunk on White Claws, rocking <laughs> rock, out Crocs, and they, they were there to drink without their kids, not to see comedy. Got so it. you didn't have a full 60 seconds to even get a joke out before someone was heckling. I had a guy come up on stage and take the mic from my hand. Like, but we rolled with it. Just That's had to. really kind of you. So, Oh, my God. Drinking White Claws, getting ready to hit their wives, you know. <laughs> That's just a room full of anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and goals. I'll wrap up with goals. Um, trying to get more things going in St. Cloud. We got Silly Beaver on a weekly status right now. Um, we're opening our second room in a week. So more rooms, more work up in St. Cloud, hopefully. Right on. And everybody already shared, and you missed it. How long have you been doing comedy? Oh, uh, I've been doing comedy. This will be my fifth year in November. And I've been full-time for about the last 18 months. And broke. Yeah, we don't make much money doing this. So if you have an opportunity to go support a comedian, even if it's a free show, buy their merch or tip them. There's so many different things that you can do. Sometimes if you don't have the money, you can do the simple things like sharing posts and commenting and liking. And you have no idea how much that is. I just started a YouTube. I have I had a YouTube, but I just started a comedian review where I'm reviewing movies now because I need content for my YouTube. And just watching someone's video and, and commenting, that stuff goes a long way so all right uh that's it that's the episode i thought it'd be cool i think i may call it green room talk uh or before the show talk something like that because it's all talk but anything anybody else want to say to the listeners while we have them no but if you call this bts isn't that a boy band wouldn't that get people to click on this and they find out it's called before the show that's a bts and their korean k-pop or just a K-pop does, yeah yeah so you could get a whole bunch of k-pop fans unintentionally it shall be called bts <laughs> that's all i just was brainstorming i have nothing else to add nah keep listening to comedy and just yeah support comedians like that's all i got uh no i got nothing <laughs> i mean hey, listen live comedy is 10 times better than live music you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> exclusive <laughs>